You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I am Mason Dixon, once again joined by Corey, the Bayou Benders, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. today uh life gets in the way shit happens uh it is what it is (laughs) Corey, how are you buddy i'm doing good (laughs) i've got like we've talked for a while i've probably drank like i don't know three three white claws uh throughout that and then i had this i drank my last um it's this weird coffee vodka shit that's like really good I finally finished the entire case of it that they gave me. Uh, had the last one today, so I'm feeling really good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I had had myself a pretty pretty dandy weekend too, and to cap it all off, the Habs are winning again. So it's been a good few couple of days. Fuck yeah, bud. Uh yeah, the Habs. Uh, we talked about this previously. I was like, uh, the Habs have been fucking fun to watch winning their asses off and i've been working so much i can't really watch this team so mason had thrown it out there that maybe i should start finding time to watch the team so we can continue to fall apart (laughs) and get further back on course in the direction we want uh so yeah maybe i'll have to start finding some time because dude i i've been doing Fuck all other than wanting to watch this team. And we're just so short staffed and it's getting back to the busy season at my job that it's, it's really hard. Um, I had to actually move my vacation dates from our anniversary in April to like in fucking May. Uh, So I haven't had a vacation. Well, I mean, I had like a year vacation, if, if we can be honest, but I haven't had a vacation since, uh, I think, December. Yeah, December. So not that long, but I try to space them out accordingly. That way I don't get burnt out too much at work. And um, I tried to – I wanted to take one before the bullshit started, but the bullshit starting without me. So – Bullshit's gonna bullshit, right? Bullshit is bullshit. Shit bowling. <laughs> yeah, so haves have been playing very well with the absence of Corey's viewership. Um Nick Suzuki's now at 40 points in 56 games on the year. Caulfield Stellar. out of nowhere now has 22 22 points. So the kids are great. Josh Anderson looking amazing with them, 15 goals on the season. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, do you want to start with – I guess we can just start talking about the Edmonton game. Um, I didn't get to watch much of it. I was out Saturday night, so I saw a bit of it. Having a time. Having a time. Which is is our friends. Uh, Me and my friends fucking 
like rally song now. It is really affecting this friend group. What having a time? Yep, just being deadly, <laughs> real deadly. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a wonderful thing. I w- I would say it's maybe the the best piece of modern literature and song ever produced. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's so fucking yeah. No, good. so had a good night Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Saturday night was fun. Um, after this, after that game, Montreal won't play Edmonton again, which means a game. Sorry. Again. Oh, a game again. Tyler, so that means a game. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll get to that discussion. Uh, Montreal successfully held Connor McDavid off the score sheet all year. So, Dominic Ducharme, you did it, buddy. Good job. All it took <laughs> was a, was that 7-1 to one loss and a 5-2 win, and we, we did it. We got her done. So mission accomplished for Dominic Ducharme. But all jokes aside, uh, what I saw from the Habs on Saturday was more of the great play that we've, I think, come to expect under Marty St. Louis, moving the puck fast, uh, being just tough, resilient, tenacious. And Sam Montembeau, as has seemed to happen under Marty St. Louis in the last few weeks, really, upped his game when it mattered, made a phenomenal save, I think, in the second period. uh, Absolutely stoned Leon Dreisaitl. And he's been playing amazing. Uh, Unfortunately, Andrew Hammond is injured. (laughs) So it looks like Monty's going to have to keep playing amazing. Has have had some horrible goalie luck. But yeah, Montembeau really bouncing back after, you know, a pretty shit game uh, his previous start. Oh, excuse me. It's a long day. Um, yeah, great fucking save. Uh, I think it's a little – they were a little too aggressive on calling it uh, a save of the year candidate. Still think it was very impressive. I'll never be able to do anything like that without fucking up my hips. Um, but, yeah, absolutely denies Leon Dreisaitl. Game definitely would have turned around. Uh, not in our favor. Uh, but he just looks so much – more energized now and you can kind of say that for just about everybody on this team now like since martin st louis came i think i think it was josh anderson who said it i was reading some comments uh i hope he said it and i'm not just fucking slapping myself in the face but someone had mentioned that martin st louis has just really been able to amplify just about everyone in the locker room like and I couldn't ask for anything more. Like these guys look like they hated the fucking game and they're playing with such like rejuvenation that it's been so fun to watch. We got another shorthanded goal by our Terry Lekkinen. Um, and it was dirty. It was, it was dirty as fuck. Yes, it was. Um, unfortunately, the Do- the Dauphine goal. I mean, yeah. Beautiful fucking goal, but definitely offsides. Uh, Mason, if you saw the replay of it, it was fucking filthy. Um, who who was who had who came in for Jake Evans? Was it Perot? Yeah, it was Perot. He comes in and it just happened to be like his seventh hundred game. Yes, yeah, so good for Perot. Games. Matt Perot, big dub. Uh, I like you said. Yeah, I know. Josh Anderson definitely said that. Kulak has also come out. And said that um, they had another 
press conference today um talking to Cole Caulfield and Michael Pizzetta about uh it was the rookie rookie dinner last night for the Montreal mm-hmm. Canadiens and uh Caulfield kind of echoed the same so I think we can establish if it was in question at all that every player I think was a little down under Dominic Ducharme and they're all enjoying the locker room a lot a lot more they seem to be having much more fun and uh did you see that photo though of the rookie party no I haven't so um i guess it made sense when i first saw it i was like what the fuck is that because it was like suzuki caulfield evans pitlick romanov pazetta is there one more and um there might have been one more i'm not sure but they're all in scuba gear and romanov i'll uh (laughs) I'll send it to you, Corey. Romanov's like squatting on the ground with like a snorkel in his mouth. Like funny shit. And I remembered they must, they must not have been able to have the rookie party um, mm-hmm. in previous years. So it's a huge, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. They're it's like a rookies. big old fucking group of them. <laughs> yeah. And it, it looks, it's a really fucking funny photo. Um, I recommend people check it out. What a great fucking bonding experience. huh? Yeah. Joel Edmondson posted it on his Instagram. So he's traveling with the team again. They were talking about how great it is to have him back in the locker room. Yeah, oh, he just Jesus. saw it. Um, yeah, so hopefully uh, with Joel Edmondson's traveling with the team, that'll mean we can get him back in the lineup sooner than later because a lot of talk lately among the uh, beat writers for the Canadians that, you know, Joel Edmondson has a pretty profound impact on the locker room. And mm-hmm. apparently he's a voice of leadership among, or at least the, he's seen as a voice of leadership among the Canadians brass. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that he's, he's starting to, to pop up with the team again. Um, I'm staring at this picture. I wonder if they, uh, <laughs> if they fucking soloed out Romanov and gave him the unicorn uh, once just because he had to wait an extra year. So he's a, because everybody else has the flamingo one, <laughs> the flamingo floaties, and he's got some unicorn ones. Fucking Slavic squat, dude. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's all, yeah, he's, he's hitting the like, it's a funny photo. <laughs> it's a great photo. This is sick. <laughs> oh, shit. It looks like, like your typical, like, kids, like, right in, like, just in their first year, second year of college, like, some, like, it looks like a, a lad's kids going night to Florida for, for the first time. Yeah, a lad's night yeah. out. Lad, lads on tour type thing. Like the boys, the boys are doing their first road trip to like, like you said, like Florida. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, moving on though, uh, do you want to keep talking about the Edmonton game or like? Did you yeah, there was there was on? a couple of more moments I wanted to talk about. Uh, I guess Nick Suzuki's should... two goals, uh, the disallowed and the one that was allowed, both beautiful fucking snipes. Like classic Suzuki goal. Just and it, it's the same as the Cole Caulfield goal, the first one of the game. Had enough time to pick their target, target nothing like blocked their vision and was just a dirty, filthy fucking bullet. The thing about both of those goals, especially the Caulfield one, is that those are confident goals. Those are goals mm-hmm. you don't score if you don't have some swagger, some momentum going for you. 
And Suzuki, we've seen him do that from the faceoff circle quite a few times where he pulls up, just snipes it bar down. But Caulfield, with the patience and the toe dread, that was absolutely fucking gorgeous. Like, it's so frustrating, I think, to imagine uh, what this rookie season could have been if it weren't for Dominic Ducharme, because he's not only a different player, but he is an elite you mean player under Mar- uh, St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, if, it Oh no, no, no. Ducharme. I understand now. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, you're absolutely right. Also uh big shout out to Brandon Gallagher getting his first goal in like, fuck how many, like 18 games or something yeah, like that. And then, then uh, did you see Suzuki knocked the monkey off his back? He was wiping his back. <laughs> Well, that was pretty funny. That's awesome. Um, what about fuck, that what penalty, we... though? Which one? You see the penalty on Gallagher? No, I didn't. Fucking Kaylor Yamamoto sitting on the bench with a stick over the boards on the ice. Mm-hmm. And the puck was coming to Galley. So Galley flicked it out, flicked the stick up to get out of the way. It's a penalty to have your stick on the ice. Yeah. They called, they called Galley for unsportsmanlike. Wow. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> never in my life have I seen a player leave a stick on the ice, but it's a penalty. And, of course, it was Galley, so. Yeah, the, like, pest, the pest himself. Even, like, after the game, Galley was saying, like, I think I'm going to have to check the rule book on that one because <laughs> pretty sure I did nothing wrong. So that, that was fucking brutal. And I've right. never, I've never seen a game have that many, I think it was, like, three reviews in one period yeah i think i think all day though it was like four it was like two for each two for each side if i'm not mistaken um which is you know they talk about speeding up the game that ain't doing it (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was a whole um i forgot what group did it but there was a whole uh somebody did like a whole um article on it about how um you know, after this game, you know, they should definitely bookmark this game and go back to it as far as like the committee to talk about, you know, maybe fixing the process that we've been using. It's It's been fine from what I thought, but like a situation like this, like it, it halted this game far too many times. Uh, phenomenal game, just straight out, flat out, great game. Uh, the power play has been struggling, and it seems like we've been uh, on a roll again with it. Yeah, and coming from our top players too, right? Which is great to see, because God. I think there's something to be said about depth. But Montreal has never really had one line that's dominated for an entire season, mm-hmm. and I think we have one that could potentially do that, and. If anything, we were talking before this. I'm a little scared for when Montreal gets other guys back. Because the right. way they're playing now, oh boy. If we if we get if we draft 11th and that pick goes to Arizona, that is the biggest fucking disaster. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it is, right? Yeah. So here's to hoping Corey starts watching the games again. We can uh, lose with some excitement, maybe. Never really. Well, we got a game on. on Wednesday. I'm hoping I can watch that one. It's against uh, another team that has really found their light, which is the, the Vancouver Canucks. 
they've been on a bit of a tear since uh, since getting what's his name, uh, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Boudreau. Uh, and then I guess there's a soft spot in my heart for that team. Not a big one, just a a beignet size spot, uh, probably because of like Tyler Toffoli, and then the two guys that brought us together are from fucking uh, the island. So, and Dylan also has his own um, Vancouver podcast now on THPN. So I got to rep him. Hopefully we, I'd be sick if we can get him on and bullshit with him a little bit. Uh, But, but yeah, I think that'll be a stellar game because you got uh, Thatcher Demko who started off rough and has been really lights out as of late. Um, I think that's a really good test for this team to see just how far we we're gonna go with this uh, under the leadership of uh, Martin St. Louis, who honestly, <laughs> I don't think this is a better coach for this team. No, he's perfect. like I'm so fucking excited to have him, and there was no real like rumors. Or he was, you know, he wasn't listed as as a as a as a possible person uh, until like the last minute. I'm so happy to have him as a fucking coach. Like I couldn't ask for a better coach, someone that's had a tremendous fucking career. Um, just his story in general of of what he was undrafted and shit like that. Like a real fucking grinder who turned to a legendary. Is he in the Hall of Fame yet? If not, future Hall of Fame. I don't think he is. But... He is in the Hall. Okay, well then, yeah, he must have got it. Like what? Like a, not even five years after retiring, I had to be inducted. Let me let me double check. Well, while you're double checking, uh, this dude, I couldn't ask for a better fucking leader for this team. And just look at look at how this team's playing because of him. Uh, just came in and just brought like a refresher to like the sickness that was in there, you know, cause it, cause honestly, I can't imagine it being anything else other than just like feeling like it was like a disease in that room. No one, no one could fucking find their game. I'm sure everybody was trying to fix something on their own. And that's actually uh what Kulak said. He said, it's, it's much easier to play now that you don't have a checklist in your head worrying about what you need to do and what you're doing wrong. And I think that speaks profoundly to the the mental games that players were going through under Dominic Ducharme. And uh, St. Louis also was a, I believe, he is in the Hall of Fame. I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer too. So, yeah, first ballot Hall of Famer. <clears throat> would, would a fucking, would a career like he had you kind of owe it to him, you know, like snubbed and then found a way to like leave his mark on the game. Like if that's not a fucking first ballot, I don't know what is uh, Cinder- <laughs> Cinderella story. And that's what this fucking team is. But yeah, uh, by the time you listen to the next episode, we have already played the Canucks. Uh, I think that's going to be a fucking fantastic game. And then that Saturday we'll be playing Seattle. So hopefully we fucking – I can I can foresee at least one win, <laughs> but hopefully we can uh, knock some of the air off of Vancouver, uh, even though we're supposed to be losing. I it's just so hard to cheer for this team to not win anymore. I'll never I'll never cheer for them not to win. 
you're if right. They're gonna you're win. They're gonna right. win, and I'm gonna cheer the whole way. Yeah. It's just when we sit here and I think about it, I go, uh oh. Yeah. Just, Uh-oh, just, just boys. all of the, all of the, the pain of the fucking first half of the season. You know, to to our hopes were, oh well, we're gonna get a solid fucking pick. We're gonna get the first overall pick. We're gonna get the first three. You know, at least one and three. And now this Arizona possibility is creeping in of, you know, giving them the eleventh or or you know lower is fucking. If we, if we're not in the top ten, they get well, Buck Naughty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I doubt Montreal is going to crawl out of personally, but it is a little scary to uh, to think of. Yeah, um, I think that this team's doing good, but once the trade deadline comes around, I'm sure there's going to be more movement with this team and it'll be like another hurdle for them. And it'll probably, it's definitely going to fucking lower the momentum that this team's been riding on as of late. So I don't wish that on this team, but as far as us not, you know, as far as us digging ourselves out of a hole way in advance, you know, kind of, I don't. I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it. There's really not a play on this team right now that I want to walk away from. They've been just absolutely on fire. So, oh, definitely. I'm back to to having a tough. Uh, <laughs> it's just so it's so tough. I was all <laughs> aboard the. I'm just I'm just here for whatever happens. I'm riding with Hughes until he fucks something up, and I just can't. I can't sit around with it. Hughes. I, I'm sorry. I foresee. I foresee Ben Sherratt being traded very soon. I know we've been saying that for a while. <clears throat> Deals never get done on trade deadline day. They're always done before. Montreal's not keeping him past the deadline. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Uh, even if Jeff Petrie's liking where he's at now, he's kind of already put himself in a position where I don't I don't think you can be like, hey, I kind of want to stay. I think he'll, he'll be an off-season thing. It'll be a discussion mm-hmm. they have because it wasn't a discussion he had it was a discussion. The trade was a discussion he had with the previous management, as far mm-hmm. as I know. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't know how much more we can really speculate uh, today. Was there anything else you wanted to get out of the way before we wrap things up? And you know, well, we have I a see. fantastic ad read by our great sponsors over at DraftKings. Uh, yep, and I guess that would be good. Now would be as good <laughs> time as any. <laughs> The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is also giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code, promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. How you like that? There's no more fucking five paragraphs of uh, gambling problems. Uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, so before we leave, just to, just to give it a little bit more pepper, a little bit more length, Mason had a run-in with a Southerner over oh, Mr. Boy. Tyler Sagan. Big Sagan, Big Sagan. Uh, Tyler Sagan. Which is hilarious because it always led to a segue off the rails notes from before me and Mason started doing work together when I was the uh, interim podcast holder for the New Jersey Devils with Shane uh, Shane Ryan of the Ottawa podcast, which is what sends out sends hourly. Uh, and then Neil Villapiano, who's become like THPN's fucking uh, golden child over at uh motherfucker state of uh is it state of hockey fucking god damn it Corey. i thought it was devil's state of mind devil's state of mind that's what it is uh state yeah. of hockey some fucking minnesota isha bullshit uh but anyway i'd fucking say sagan wrong constantly on that fucking podcast and how are you saying it i don't know uh some days i would just like i would get tongue-tied and it would be in the middle of a sentence so like i'm like running low on air and I'm just talking too much. So it come out all fucked up and Shane would fucking beat the wheels off my comment. And then we'd get into this big old rant about uh, pronouncing Sagan and I'd always fucking do it wrong. Uh, <laughs> and apparently that's what you had to run in with, with a Texas woman on Twitter the other day. Well, uh, yeah. And what I, I said to her was simply, Look, like, it's one thing to mispronounce a name. And, you know, Canadians, I think we do a good job of understanding that Americans, many Americans don't realize that most other countries are multilingual and have other languages. So when they mispronounce French names, usually, usually ignore it. Who cares, right? At the end of the day, it's not your language. But when you then go on Twitter and say, Canadians are mispronouncing Sugan because, <laughs> and it really bothers me. It's Sugan. And it's like, and then she's going, and his people and those, those countrymen. And I was just like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say that. So yeah, had an interesting conversation with her. But yeah, Tyler Sagan, it's a French name. Uh, it's actually not spelled. I don't know if his family's changed it. It should have an accent and on the E, but yeah, Tyler Sagan. That's how you say it. <laughs> I'm not apologetic for it. Oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, I understand where you're coming from because uh, I wouldn't want anybody from the fucking South trying to tell me how to pronounce something because uh, I'm fucking god-awful at it. <laughs> I can pronounce joking. yeah, I can pronounce the Louisiana French name or French words. But if you get me to try to say uh what is that Laurent Dauphin? <laughs> I always Laurent Dauphin. Dauphin. Uh hmm. I always fuck it up, you know. But I'll I can say beignet and uh Burgundy and Dauphin, which is hilarious because we have a street called Dauphin, uh, but it's not Dauphin. what is it, Dauphin? Laurent Dauphine. 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 Yeah. So, little shit like that. But yeah, well, I don't yeah. have anything else. I'll start ranting. Oh, I mean, not ranting. I'll start rambling. 
if we don't fucking close it out. Uh, I think uh, I think we're good for today. We're gonna have some more content to talk about. Uh, we're gonna have some trade, some trade. Uh, maybe not trades happening, but some trade speculation in the coming the coming week, probably on Wednesday and certainly next Sunday. So we'll have some more stuff to talk about. We're kind of in that weird little dry area of the season where February is always kind of quiet and we're wrapping that up here. So we'll get into the uh, dog days of March here pretty soon. And then it's off to the playoffs and off to the draft shortly after that. So we got only the best days for Montreal to come ahead. And if you have anything else to add, Nope. All right, we're good to go. Once again, thank you guys for stopping by listening to Habs Nightly on the Hockey Podcast Network. We appreciate all your support. And as always, you can follow Corey at the Bayou Benders on Twitter and myself at Habs Nightly. So thank you guys for stopping by listening. You guys have a great night. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from.